special one because one it's going to be the first one posted and two I've brought you to uh, the place where I've had a lot of learning and where I had an experience that changed me forever and uh, yeah I guess I'll just I'll start with why I'm building this podcast with, uh, I guess you should speak a bit because <laughs> eventually they're just going <laughs> to hear your voice and be like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Hey, I'm Alex's home dog. We're uh, <laughs> here because he wanted to do his own podcast episode, which I think is a phenomenal idea. And I've been given the great privilege of conducting it. So get ready for some questions you'll never expect in a million years. Oh, I'm, 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 I have no idea what's about to happen. Oh, so. you have no idea yeah. what's about to happen. I, like I said earlier, I'm both terrified and excited, uh, mm-hmm. which is a feeling I feel. You should feel both of those things. Yeah, yeah. I, which is, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm excited to see what you got brewing in there. Anyway, um, so yeah, the reason why I'm building this podcast is that there's a big lack in both my life and I find in my surroundings that I've been able to observe. And the ability for people to love one another and seek to understand one another. And I think I yearned for deeper human connections and connections like I have with you, goofball. (laughs) And um, a, a hand, not even a handful, like maybe three other people that I've ever met. And um, yeah, I think we're in a crazy world right now where people are very, very opinionated and they have a hard time letting go of egos and man, just so many, so many like opinions and beliefs and thoughts and they don't really put those aside to seek to understand other people's like thoughts and abilities and beliefs and I think it's 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 tragic to say the least one word think, for it yeah but by the way <laughs> I think we're gonna be able to hear that pretty you can hear my knots oh I'm sure we can Damn. yeah so yeah, do, I'll do you time my knots yeah do you think you can do that because <laughs> I know I know it helps control all right cool thanks dog I appreciate you, you. um but Right, it's, 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 it's unfortunate, because I think there's so much we can learn from one another. I mean, shit, I've learned a lot from you, and I've learned a lot from experiences I've had in this building we're seeing in front of us. And, um, yeah. And the reason why I brought you to this place, now that I'm here... Tell me. Is that how I got <laughs> to the human condition to finding out the human condition because right, you you wouldn't tell me what the place is you kept this a secret yes wow yes I this did. has been okay so for the people all right we were supposed to record this a while ago yeah and he kept telling me he's like we're going to a place i was like what is this place he's like a place yeah so now we're here and i'm yeah. seeing it and you're still clueless as to why i brought we're you still here still clueless so <laughs> You know, I don't even care if the people listening know who I am and know where I'm at, but this is my high school. In my high school, in sixth grade, I had an experience that drastically changed the way I saw myself and the world. So, I was madly in love with this girl, and we were playing soccer, and we play soccer pretty rough at this school, or used to anyway. Until I think I think rough soccer pretty much got banned, but basically we were playing rugby style soccer. <laughs> yeah. How does that even work? Uh, we're just rough with each other, like we tackle each other and push each other around and trip and you know no really physical contact rules. It was okay. it was fun. It was rough, but it was fun. And well, uh, when I was younger, I was a, a rage monster. Believe it or not, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I had a really hard time dealing with people because my, my strengths were not speaking. It was not talking yeah. back. Like, I couldn't clap back to insults and shit. 
I didn't have the confidence nor the knowledge to do so. So my reaction was physical. So I used to get in a lot of fights. And well, most people just respected me out of fear at that point. Is that even respect? They just feared no, you. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. They're but just they just scared. feared me, I guess. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that one day we were playing soccer and I got tackled from behind by a guy. Not and cool. uh, yeah, that was not that was not fun. And I remember getting up on one knee and looking up at my best friend at the time, which looked at me in absolute fucking fear because he knew I was about to blow up. And um, I did. I fucking jumped the guy and t- went on him to like fight him, fist fight him. I just lost my shit. And as much as I'd like to think I I won that fight, I did not. The guy ended up getting on top of me and started punching me. But my brother came and saved the day, took the guy off of me, and then told me to fucking take a walk. And recess had just finished, and I'm starting to walk back to school. And uh, I have this, like, five, ten meter radius around me where no one would come close to me. No one. Because I was so enraged. So enraged. And eventually, I looked up in my rage and I saw the fear in the eyes of the crush I had at the time. And it reflected right back at me. And it fucking damn, it, it scared myself. I, I, I remember like yesterday, it felt like time slowed down. Damn near stopped. Hey, you never told me that before. This is... I'm surprised I haven't, but yeah, this yeah. this is where my journey for self-exploration started. That exact moment. The moment I saw the fear in her eyes reflect back to me is the moment I started looking into myself. Yeah. And from that day, which I have held it, by the way, from that day, I promised myself I would never hurt anyone intentionally ever again. And? Unless it was self-defense. I honored that. Still to this day. Fucking God knows how many years later. Yeah. Almost ten years, actually. Yeah, I was twelve. Yeah. That's funny that you said madly in love with someone when you were twelve. Just well, at that time I was madly in love with her. You know how that goes. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that was in this backyard. I mean, you can't really see the exact place, but after we're done recording, I'll I'll take you out, take you for a walk. But um. That, among many other crazy experiences that I've had at this school, have taught me a shit ton. And that journey that began here has now taken me here. And has taken me to, you know, be able to see, meet you. Because I don't think if I wouldn't have started looking introspectively, I would be at Discovery. I don't think I would have... Shit, I wouldn't have made it out of 12th grade. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I yeah. really wouldn't have. But you didn't have the greatest experience in high school. <laughs> you know, it was just the last year. That was absolute shit. It was fucking horrible. But, yeah, this school both made me and broke me. And, um, yeah, that... That experience that I just told you led me to starting to learn what the human condition is. And if it wasn't for that, then I wouldn't even be making this podcast. And I wouldn't, I don't think I'd care about learning about other people's experiences if I didn't start looking into myself. It's pretty intense for a 12 year old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I mean, I didn't. Like, I can't say I would have ever imagined it would have unfolded all the shit I, all the shit I learned on my own. Mm. Or, like, all the, like, fucking soul-searching that it gave and the looking inside myself and eventually, you know, realizing a lot of things were causing me to be that rage monster that everyone feared. And mm. Yeah, so this place means both nothing and everything for me which is um is something I'll, I might actually touch on later you know what fuck it I'll touch on right touch now touch on it right now so 
You remember that thing where you're saying uh, to exist or not to exist? Like, we're just we, talking about this. Do we exist to live or do we live to exist? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, the way I took it, it was like to be or not to be. Okay. If that makes any sense. Um, I don't see how they're related. <laughs> okay, so basically the question of existence. Right. Is, is to that... be or not to be. Kind of. Isn't that... So, I don't remember who wrote that. Okay. I think it's Shakespeare. It's got to be something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I had... I actually want to pull this up. So, I had this fucking mind-blowing thought the other day. Mind-boggling. Yes. Because I was re-questioning existence as fucking one does, apparently. Classic, Alex. A classic. And it's been a while I've been trying to, like understand balance in life and there's a lot of things that kind of came together for me and of course I'm no experts in all these things I reference in this conversation but it blew my fucking mind anyways because it made sense to me I hope it makes sense to other people you, you can be my sounding board if it doesn't make sense to you then it might not make sense to anyone else all right so I text this person, I'm like, I have something to say, and I think you're the only person I can say it straight off the bat right now, and not have to worry about it. I was like, when debating the meaning of life, there's no such thing as one meaning. To be or not to be is like being a Sith. It's like dealing in absolutes. <laughs> nice. How to make sure I understand something, put it in Star Wars terms. It's f- No, no, that's dead-ass what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it turns out great, because you, you love that. So believing things are only black or white, yet even colorblind people can see more shades of gray than a Sith can see in the truth of life. Does that make sense? It does. And then I said, there is no such thing as either being or not being. There's everything in between. We're both being and not being. So like, this school is both everything to me and nothing to me. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Just like Schrodinger's cat. Do you know that experiment? Yeah, dead or alive at the same time. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, we're both dead or alive at the same time. We are the culmination of endless shades of gray between black and white. Which, this is my take on yin and yang. Of course, by no means am I an expert on this. Is that referring to the gray area with black to white thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like... There, there's, there can be no such thing as like black or white, in the yeah. terms, in the terms of ideals. There's way too many variables. Exactly. There's no fucking way. So like, like existence. There's no such thing as one or the other. Right. It's both, simultaneously. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. It just took my brain a second to process. <laughs> no, no worries. And then. Yeah, so we just keep going on on that. But yeah, it, it blew my fucking mind, the thought of, like, existence being the infinite shade of gray between black and white. Because life is an endless possibility. Right. Balance is an endless possibility. There's no such thing as pure balance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the uh, the pendulum theory, where your pendulum's one way, then you swing right. all the way the other way, and then it balances out. Yeah, but it's never, like, the absolute of one thing. Because mm. even the pendulum loses... Anyway, I mean, I'm not sure that really matters in this specific scenario, but, right. like, you'll lose energy anyway. Nothing is never truly in balance. It's both not in balance and in balance. At the same time. Yeah. Everything's unstable. Every, yeah, I can get on board with that. It's like It's like the saying, the only constant is change. It's not constant because it's changing. <laughs> but you can always count on things you can changing. Con- you can always count on things changing. Mm. The, the, you can't have the concept of darkness without light. You can't have yeah. the concept of light without darkness. You can't have happiness without... Without sadness. You can't have sadness without happiness. Mm-hmm. One, something cannot exist without the opposite of it. Well, I mean, sure, maybe it could, but, it, like, you wouldn't know the existence of the other. Right, you wouldn't be able to experience the existence of the other without. Yeah. So it's like the things that make life so great are also the things that make Gra- life, life so, so horrible. Yeah. 
Because, like, sadness makes it horrible, but being able to experience sadness makes it so great because it means you're going to experience happiness. And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that blew my fucking mind. I don't know yeah. I don't know if it's not supposed to, but to me it fucking what blew my mind. What do you think mind. the listeners' expectations are when they click on this and then just hear that shit in the first ten minutes? I don't know, but now they got some. Now they got some, <laughs> that's for sure. But does that, does that answer the, 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 the prompt? Jesus, it I just does. stuttered. No, that's fine. The, the it answers of, the prompt. Yeah. It answers the prompt. No. So you think neither. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like... Um, Can you, are philosophy questions even meant to be answered, though? That's a good question. Like, I feel like they're philosophy questions for a reason. Because they don't have an answer. Well, even just proving existence. Simulation theory, question mark? No, 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 no. Like, proving existence. and Okay. So I was explaining this trick. All right. We were debating existence. So to her, her idea of existence is that she can't... um, This is so far off path, but whatever. I love it. So basically, she was saying that, like, you... Something cannot exist unless it's perceived by a third party. So if a human is not perceiving the rock to exist, then the rock does not exist because it's not being acknowledged. But if the rock is there, then doesn't... Doesn't it exist? Yeah, but the counter-argument is that if you can't look at it, does it exist? You can't You can't prove that it exists because you can't look but at like, it. Mount Everest was still the tallest mountain in the world before it was discovered. Exactly. That's my thoughts. So that was the debate, but both cannot be proven. Oh, damn. Yeah. Anyway, all of that just fucking blows my mind. Black philosophy. Yeah. I saw this great meme. It was philosophy students be like, "Damn, I have a thought due at midnight." <laughs> I have a thought due at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. But yeah, back back to, back to the point. This yeah, this place is simultaneously everything and nothing to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just staring at it right now, trying to think of what it means to you. And I don't know if that can even verbally be expressed. It would take a long time. A lot of memories here. Painful and happy. We only met one person who told me they genuinely had an amazing high school experience. Really? Yeah. I can believe it. It's fucking rare. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anyone say they've had a fully genuinely awesome experience. Yeah. I mean, you knew her too. She said she had a genuinely amazing. Mm-hmm. I would beg to differ based on stories she told me, but I guess. I mean, you can still have negative stories, but have an overall positive experience. Mm, fair. Her point. Like you had some great experiences here. Yeah. Like you mentioned, but your overall experience was garbage. Yeah. But valuable. Yeah. But yeah, this is um the birthplace and also the end almost the end of me. <clears throat> It's a very emotional place to be at, for sure. But I think it's definitely the right place to be to start this off. Seems like it. Yeah, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. You cover about what you want, like the pie. Yeah, I think I covered why I'm doing the podcast, but not what it covers. Um... Yeah, this is just a manifestation of a deep desire for human connection. And it's going to become a library of human experiences. <coughs> Which, <coughs> frankly, as much as I'd love the entire world to see, um, I don't really care what the outcome is. Because mm. I'm going to get to learn a lot. But I invite people to come to learn come to listen, come to love and to embrace both the triumphs and challenges of people 
because throughout my years of both discovering myself and others, I've found there is so much more value in listening to others than just being stuck in your own head. As much as dealing with your own shit is good, I think there's extreme amounts of value in learning, understanding, and listening to other people's experiences to help you grow as an individual. I'm not... Actually, I'm 100% sure I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for listening to other people's experiences and thinking outside myself. Yeah, I wouldn't be here. It's crazy how much you can learn when you start to realize how valuable other people's experiences can be. Yeah. I mean, shit, we both experienced this through the gap year we had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is an invitation for other people to join that. I think that about covers it, man. All right, you ready for a good question? Hell yeah. You should be terrified. <laughs> I kind of am, but at the same time, I'm excited. Because I have no clue what you got coming my way. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> sure. Alex, let me ask you this. All right, hit In me. a world with so many podcasts and in a world oh, Jesus. with 400 hours of YouTube being uploaded every minute of the day and so much content to choose from. Why mm. should anybody give a fuck about your podcast? There's so many other options, so much other thing for people to do. Why does the world need or why should people want this podcast? It's a good fucking question. You're just another one of those 400 hours every minute. What makes this podcast stand out from the other 400 hours of content? Probably that I don't give a fuck. Tell me more. I think in the sense that, like, I'm here to build a place where people can speak freely and try to build an actual reality instead of just... Instead of just being stuck in their own. Okay. And I think I don't... I don't... I don't marry myself to... Or I try my best not to marry myself to any ideas. Mm -hmm. I don't think I stand out from anything else. I think there's always going to be something better than me. Mm -hmm. And I don't care about like that per se that's a damn good question how long did you think about that like five seconds (laughs) (laughs) I think like it's you're right like there's a lot of places to be there's a lot of things to listen to and I know there's other people doing similar content to me Mm -hmm. and I encourage you to go see those other people you know both you and the people listening if this is a place you end up choosing to stay fucking great I'm happy to have you around join Mm -hmm. along for the journey Um, I will not bend bend over backwards to keep Mm -hmm. people around this is most this is a project for myself but I'm also sharing it with other people because it's something I can give to the world Mm -hmm. and why is it important that you give something to the world to you gives me a sense of purpose for sure what does a sense of purpose mean for you fucking something to be proud of and live for okay I think uh, the the conversations I've had with people with you per se a lot of conversations mm-hmm. we've had you and I are amazing and they, they give me much joy no matter how like harsh they are or how complicated or dark or joyful or you know no matter what the conversation is they give me a lot of joy because I get to know who you are and I get to build a deep connection with you Mm. and that to me that's that's fucking more than I can ever ask for I'd rather have that than money Mm -hmm. for sure and I'd rather have that knowledge than money for sure Mm -hmm. and I'd, I'd shit if I could be doing this for the rest of my life great it's not the expectation but mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think what I will learn here will bring me peace 
and to be honest, it's going to follow the three emotions that I want in my life the most, which is sort of like my meaning to life. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but Do you share? I look for peace, love, and freedom. That's what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think this can definitely give me that. Because one, I get to love others, and if they love me back, then great. Freedom, freedom to talk. I can give the freedom to other people to be able to express themselves freely, like free of concern from judgment and harshness and critique you know I'm just here to listen as much as I can anyway mm-hmm. so it's really cool yeah thanks for sharing my pleasure thanks for the question yeah that's uh I fucking would never have thought you would have asked me that <laughs> I was you, you got me proud good. of that one. Oh yeah, you um, got me good. I got another one not as good. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Um, but for the people listening, what is something about yourself that you wish the listeners knew? More thought provoking though. <laughs> yeah, more thought provoking, yeah. <clears throat> one thing? Do you have more? Oh, fuck yeah. Let's spit him out. Alright. Uh, I think first and foremost is that I'm, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Like, I am by no means perfect. And by no means do I think I am. And, yeah, like, I'm gonna fuck up. I'm gonna make mistakes. And I'm human. I think that's the overall thing I'm human mm-hmm. I think the other ones is I'm teddy bear so I get very emotional <laughs> <laughs> very emotional but I love it yeah and I'm also very intense as I've been described by a few friends myself included yeah, yeah. Man, I mean your story you were 12 years old and you were like deciding to start looking at the human condition well not at 12 years old but okay. yeah yeah but that's you, the journey started there yeah. you feel emotions very intensely yeah and like you're very purposeful when you do a lot of things making you quite intense yes i am very purposeful yeah yeah i think those are probably the main things i'd want them to know but i guarantee you the intensity is worth it. I don't know if you can be a testament to this. That's kind of weird of me guaranteeing it myself, but yeah, that's um, bold. <laughs> that's a, I yeah. I mean, I think anyone would confirm themselves, but yeah, I think there's definitely a time and a place for it. Mm. Sometimes it catches me off guard. <laughs> I need a little break for it, but there's yeah. a lot of times where that intensity has been very valuable for me. Even mm. when it's not necessarily wanted, it mm. proves to be needed. Yeah. Like, I think thanks to the experiences I've had here mm-hmm. and elsewhere, I am very mentally strong and capable of navigating my own and other people's thoughts. Mm. And I'm very comfortable in that realm. That's definitely an underrated thing, just mental resilience and oh, yeah. all of that. Like, I don't yeah. think it's talked about. Yeah. But it's definitely one of my strengths, mm. being able to sift my own emotions out and get to the root of issues for myself. It's not a bad strength to have. It's good. Yeah, that's very good. And being, like being able to notice when like people's body language changes and mm. see when they don't like something or feel down about others or feel really happy about others but yeah I'm very in tune with my emotions and I try my best to be in tune with others doing pretty good thanks appreciate that yeah I think that's what I'd like for them to know. I think, like, this whole podcast is going to be intense, obviously, because it dives deep into people. But I, personally, I think it's beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I look forward to it. It's uh, gonna be a pretty special thing. Not for everyone though. I feel like there's definitely. Yeah, but I mean, what is for everyone at this this point in life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for those who enjoy it, they'll they'll get a good soak kick. it up. Yeah. 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 Can we get a time check? I want to see check? how many questions I can ask in between the finisher questions. Uh, where did my phone go? What did I do with that? Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Bonjour. 8.57, good sir. So many more minutes. You got about, like, an hour and three minutes to play with. Leave here by 10. Latest. Cool. You got tons of time. Okay, um, then I want to ask you the quote question. Give me a quote. What's my favorite quote? Favorite quote. Oh, snap. There's two quotes that come to mind right now. The first one is an African proverb, and it says, If you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. Ooh. Yeah, that That's one's good. really good. That's good. Yeah. And then um, the other one's a quote from a video game, actually, but I've held on to it for a while, where it's, The extraordinary is not in what we do, but in who we are. What video game was that? It was, uh, um, fuck, Tomb Raider. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, the extraordinary is in, not, or is not in what we do, but in who we are. Fucking love that quote. Why are those so, like, why do they stick out to you? Why do you remember them? Uh, the African proverb is just because it's so relevant right now. Mm. As a species. I think, um, yeah, I mean, obviously I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people are just hiding in their own corners instead of trying to be a team. Now you're talking about life right now? Yeah, life in general, yeah. yeah. But, sure, you might get somewhere fast, mm -hmm. whether it's, I don't know, depression, loneliness, or maybe it's happiness. Maybe mm -hmm. you get faster to happiness on your own. Mm -hmm. I doubt that, but but I think we go. I mean, shit. Look at the civilization we live in now. Right. We didn't do that. It's not one person that did all this. No. no you well, know. not not in my beliefs, anyway. No. And uh, I think we can accomplish so much more together than alone, and that hits home with me. Because mm. I I wish we could get along a lot better and I don't by getting along I don't think everyone should believe the same things mm. diversity is extremely important to me right that's how we grow and that's how we make better informed decisions as a society but I definitely think we could go a long way in getting along with one another there. yeah it's <laughs> still got a long ways to go on that and then uh, the extraordinaries and is not in what we do and who we are. That one uh, strikes a lot with me because I used to strive to in, like impress people with the things I did, mm -hmm. and I still do to a certain extent. I think, but I think I learned that it's not really what matters. Mm, interesting. And it's better to be a better person than to just do flashy things. Yeah. yeah. Those are good. I like those. Yeah, they're pretty good. Okay. Over the last couple of years, as you've alluded to, you've made some pretty crazy growth. Hmm. Do you like the person you've become? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm still, uh, still learning to love myself, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with the progress I've made. And I'm happy that I'm still capable of putting my ego down. Yeah. And continuing to learn and to be curious. Right. Cuz I think um I think it's really easy to 
let a lot of things get in the way of being a better person. Yeah, I think I've I've never let go of striving to be better. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I kind of want people to be able to um understand just how your brain works. So can you tell me about how time is a construct? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how time is a construct? Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, so this guy and I have had some pretty interesting conversations <laughs> about science, to say the least. And he showed me this video about how, and it freaked me out, but basically... Oh, was this, it the, the planets? Yeah, maybe not. No, that one freaked me out too, about how <laughs> insignificant Earth is to yeah. the solar system. Uh-huh. But he showed me this one. So this like middle-aged woman, it's an animation video, a middle-aged woman died... And she goes to where you go after death. And the the person is like, yeah, now you're reborn into like a 14th century farmer. She's like, that's not how time works. But it's like, there, that's how time works. So that individual lived all the lives just differently and went in them and was lived that life. And it just (sighs) blew my mind. Oh, that's that's Kortzkazart. Yeah. The video, The Egg. Yeah. Oh, that video. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, um, I don't know what you want to tell. I think, I mean, it's but I just think people need to understand the kind of things you think about, like the kind of just, things I think about. Like, I mean, shit, the thing about uh, life or like existence—that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, segue into that. <laughs> yeah, but like, Alex and I will be having the most random conversation. Then time is a construct of the human condition. Or <laughs> some crazy thing that makes you think about life it just gets brought up yeah I think I, I think very deeply about my existence and my emotions and my experiences and like what does it mean to like exist right and be human like uh, shit I mean it took me a while to figure out what my meaning to life was mm-hmm. which it's held up for two years now which is my meaning to life is experience peace love and freedom as much as I can mm-hmm. but shit like I kinda I think like through so I studied astrophysics for a bit and I, I I studied a lot of it on my own trying to understand the universe cause I try I think I think this is a good way of explaining my brain my brain loves to understand shit if shit doesn't make sense to me Drives me fucking up the wall. Oh yeah, you drives me nuts. See it. You drives mean... me fucking nuts. Yeah. If something doesn't make sense, I I I keep I can barely sleep. Well, you try and make sense of it. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. And then that often leads in a lot of misconceptions and assumptions. Yeah, which I then try to like correct. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I I try intensely to correct it. Like it's I I try my best to get the f- what's called the first principles. Okay. So that's when you break like something down to its like core, like reasoning. So for example, you know that that incident I just told you about, why I was like a rage monster and shit. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I f- I was asking myself, why am I like this? Right. Well, why? What's causing me to be like this? Mm-hmm. Why am I striking fear into people? Right. And it's like, okay, well, I beat up people. Okay, right. why the hell do I beat up people? Well, I'm angry. Okay, what am I angry at? I'm, I'm feeling sad I'm feeling this I'm feeling that okay why am I feeling all these things oh your parents broke up and you don't understand why your house is the way it is at 12 years old well no I figured that out I think like 8th grade ninth grade uh, oh sorry my bad <laughs> man but like it another... took me it took me a few years to like go through all those steps give me another 15 year old that's asking himself those intense questions <laughs> like Holy shit. Let's see, that kind of, yeah, it kind of gets my brain why. So you just kept asking yourself why. And when you got an answer to that why question, you just asked why again. Something along those lines, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I keep asking why until there's no other reason why. Yeah. And then you got your answer. Yeah, and then I worked on that. But, like, every time you ask a question, fucking three more pop up. Like it's an it's an mm. endless struggle. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm still I'm still tr- like, fuck. If my mom listens to this, I'm so sorry. But there's still 
there's still a lot of things about my childhood I'm trying to piece back together and trying to heal right yeah there's a lot there's a lot of shit that happened and like yeah I said my mom wouldn't like this but that's just because she, it would make her sad to know that I'm still hurting mm. from those things right. which mom if you're listening I'm okay don't worry <laughs> about it I'm fine just, but yeah there's still there's still some shit that needs answering you know right well does it need answering or you just want answering sorry my brain needs answering yeah, yeah. <laughs> or wants answers too but yeah, uh, yeah, it drives me fucking nuts when I don't understand something. Yeah, so I seek to understand it. It's how my brain's wired. Now, anyway, mm. from sixth grade till now. Mm. That's the thing. Development takes a while. A long you time. You just decide, and then the next day it's like bam. Yeah. I have the brain of a millionaire. Well, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But, um, yeah, it's how my brain works, man. It's nuts, but I'm, I'm thankful for it mm-hmm. as much as it, it feels like a curse some days. Mm. Um, Blessing and a curse. Oh, for sure. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> oh, dude, there's, like, there's <laughs> so many years I thought I was fucking nuts. Yeah. Cause like, I couldn't, I couldn't understand anything. Mm. I had a I had a realization like I think in twelfth grade that I, I I wasn't understanding reality properly. Oh, oh, that was a funky one. Oh, oh I my think God! I speak for myself and the listeners. But we would like to hear more. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, I wasn't understanding reality properly. Okay, so the thing is, what kind of drugs? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, reality is 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 like subjective yeah, right yeah, yeah so th- you're seeing reality through your own brain and thoughts your own lens yeah so when you're stuck in your own head which this this is something i do a lot you tend to lose touch with reality because someone who does nothing but think has nothing but thoughts someone who a person who thinks all the time has, has nothing but, th- but thoughts yeah, yeah i've seen that yeah yeah exactly that quote holds true right so like this is this is something I realized later on, but Kurzgesagt has a really good video on loneliness. And I've felt lonely my entire life. I I have definitely felt lonely my entire life. Certainly being young and chubby and not really attractive to women mm. made me extremely lonely. And like what loneliness does or can do is distort your like your view of people's emotions and reality. So an interaction, this is what Kurzgesagt, like they say. And mm-hmm. by the way, Kurzgesagt does like around 200 hours of research per video. They only release one video a month. Oh, really? oh yeah. They go fucking hard. Jeez. Hard. And that's like minimum 200. Some they do more than that. Anyway. Do you do any opinion-based stuff? Sometimes, but they tell mm-hmm. you when it's opinion. Gotcha. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. them more. Oh, dude, but they're like, great. But like the ones you showed me scared me because they were so mind-blowing. Yeah. Like the one I talked the, about The egg, earlier. that's opinion. Or that's just yeah. like well, I figured, thought experiment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like the one about how insignificant the Earth is or the solar system was like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, where was I at? Come on, brain. You can do it. loneliness right yes so it it fucking distorts the way you see people so let's say um fuck i don't know someone looks at you funny and what might just be to them like oh they're making a funny face or they're just i don't know they're observing you Mm -hmm. to you can mean like they're a threat Mm. or they hate you or it can be something wildly different than what they actually meant it to be so it distorts your view of what people are actually, what you think people are interacting with you as. Because you're so lonely. Yeah, like it fuck it fucks with your brain's ability to view things properly. Interesting. Yeah, it makes cancer deadlier. It makes like bunch of diseases worse. Lo- so loneliness. You will physically die from a disease quicker if you're lonely. Yeah. Because loneliness is a biological response 
Like, it causes a biological response within your brain. Like, again, the video explains it super well. Right. I definitely encourage people to go see it. But right. when I... Re I remember seeing that video during our gap year, and I came to the Wednesday, and I talked about it, and I cried. Because <laughs> I was Damn. just... It was such a harsh realization. Because I had to admit to myself that I was feeling this. And that I was actually experiencing this. As much as I didn't want to believe... That I didn't see reality correctly. Mm. I had to. And now I've been trying to figure out how to. See but is correctly the proper term for it? Because well, like correct is subjective when it, it comes is. to reality. Yeah. But you're, are you meaning like your reality is skewed because of loneliness? Yes. Yeah so I'm, I'm trying to get that loneliness under control. Mm. Is basically what I'm trying to do. So I can see reality more clearly. More clearly for your own personal lens. Yes. Got you. We're just trying to be clear. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you're asking. But, like, I, I, I want to see the actions that people are, are taking for what they actually are. Right. That's hard. It's hard. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It's very hard. I'll let you know when I figure it out. Please if do. If I ever. Yeah. Big doubts, but I'll try my fucking best. Hey, with that attitude, holy. <laughs> Dude, it's... Well, you know, it's, it's fucking hard. Bro, self-improvement's but... one hell of a fucking journey, man. Oh, whoo, tell me about it. Yeah. Um. Are we still on how my brain functions? No, I asked you, are you happy with the person you've become? Oh, wow. And then we got into your lonely... Oh, shit. Well, yeah, anyway. So, like, you're happy, but you're lonely. But, like, you're happy because of the improvement you've made. But there's still things you want to work on. Yeah. And you started spiraling when you said you're human. <laughs> and then, oh, boy, did we go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. That's yeah, okay. Here we it's are. great. It's all great. But, um, yeah, so I, I felt crazy. That's why I felt crazy, because I... I I realized that I wasn't seeing reality properly. And also that when I started feeling crazy the most was in like 11th and 12th grade where clearly no one else was seeing the world the way I was seeing it. Do you have an example off the top of your head? Yeah. Um, some of the most horrible shit that happened here was because like, was like that. There is this teacher that was out to get me. And it was so clear to me. It was so clear. That teacher was fucking, like, it was, f he was fucking my life up. Bad. And other students' lives, bad. Right. But everything was, I mean, of course, I'm the one experiencing it, so it's so clear to me. But, like, my whole situation that happened with that teacher and my tech team and politics, politics was a really big one. Seeing Student people, politics? yeah, seeing people push for their, like their own agendas and not their, the agendas of the the people they represent. So in other words, like I knew they weren't representing their people, as I think a politician should do. Right. Of course, that's my belief, but. Yeah. That person was pushing their own agenda, and I was the only one seeing it. And okay. it's like it, it makes me think you like I'm crazy. Because mm. no one else is picking up on anything I'm picking up on. Right. So it's like, okay, who's seeing... Like, this is like a perfect human condition thing. Who's seeing yeah. the the right world and the wrong world? Oh, and then there's the whole, is that even a thing? Exactly. Right and wrong exists. Oh, dude, it drove me fucking insane. It drove me insane in 12th grade. Couldn't figure it out. Who's doing the right thing? Who's doing the wrong thing? Am I seeing things right? Am I just crazy? Is this guy not out to get me? Is he out to get me? Right. Okay, so having some experiences with student politics yeah. made you rethink some of your other things, too. Oh, it was. this was a long time coming. Like, there was a lot of moral debates. Because okay. I, I just, I've always seen the world very differently than the conversations I was having with my friends and people I talked to. Doesn't mean they were necessarily seeing, we just never talked about it, you know? Mm. Like, when I would talk about the things I'm seeing and experiencing, no one would ever relate to it. So I just felt alone. Because no one else could share yeah. the same. Yeah. 
And then eventually I started feeling fucking crazy. Yeah. Because I was like, there's... What, what's what's going on? Like, I'm, I'm not experiencing anything of other people. I mean, sure I was, but like... Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, verbalize how I felt. It's a very weird experience. Yeah. Very weird. And all that is because of loneliness. Yeah, well, it caused loneliness, I think. That caused loneliness? or Well, it probably accentuated it. And then that loneliness made those experiences (laughs) worse. Are we talking about the spiral here? Oh, it was definitely a downward spiral, spiral. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. 12th grade was the end of it, yeah. And then, even though you were having a hard time in 12th grade, you decided that going to university was what you needed. (laughs) Yep. Tell me about that. About university? Like, why, what was the, like, you're going through a really hard time in grade 12, and then you're like, you know what I need? Post-secondary education. Because it's expected to. I didn't want to. You didn't want to? Subconsciously, looking back at it now, I know I didn't want to. Because when I talked to you when we first met, which was, I think, six or seven months after you had dropped, probably five or, yeah, five or six months after you had dropped out of, or, yeah, dropped out of university, you were still pretty into some sciencey shit. I love science. Right. I do. I didn't want to do the degree. Hmm. I didn't want to go to post-secondary. Yeah. But I had no other plan. And you had to have a plan. Yeah. You had to have something figured out. Yeah. And then I had $8,000 in bursaries. And then, you know, I was the smart kid. Had good grades. Had good things going in student politics and shit. So it was the expectation. What's that? So it was, yeah. So because, like, people thought you could succeed and you had to. I felt try. like it, yeah. Yeah. Certainly, certainly with my parents, like, they were like, okay, what's your plan? I mean, like every other parent, I think, or most parent, I think. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, you're going to post-secondary, what's up? Like, not are you, it's what program are you kind yeah. of deal for your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, shit, every adult asks you what, what program you're taking. Man, that was something I didn't like, where it was, like, it was just people expected it from you. Yeah, it's not even, are you going to post-secondary? Yeah, when you decided you were taking a gap year, did you feel like your friends got to brag about their post-secondary choices that they were going into even before they got into it, but then you had to defend your choice for going for a gap year? Um, Because I was never able to talk about it. Like, it was a really cool thing. It was always like, I had to defend the decision because of how atypical it was. With my parents, I I had to, yeah. Mm. Uh, with my friends, not really. Okay. I just explained them what was going on. I think I definitely lost the respect of a lot of people for taking a gap year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's there's, there's definitely a lot of people that were like, okay, you're a failure now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. tell me about that. The outside things, maybe that put you behind, but how do you think your gap years put you ahead? It's giving me space to figure out I'm not so crazy. And That's to get some cool. peace on that front. Mm-hmm. And that it's okay to express yourself freely. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid to be myself anymore. How long did that take? To be myself? Like, that journey. Like, when you decided that you wanted to be able to feel comfortable being yourself. I don't think there was a specific point where I wanted to, mm. but Discovery Year definitely allowed that to happen. Because I was like fully being myself with no like fear or expectation. Yeah. And it was well received, or at least I thought anyway. And then. Well, we can't please everybody. <laughs> yeah, we can't please everybody, but it felt good. Mm. To be able to finally say my fucking thoughts out loud. Oh, Christ, I waited long for that. <laughs> I think oh. you definitely took a couple people off guard. 
but when I like started understanding how your brain works, I was there for it. It was really cool. And like the beginning part of our friendship, learning more about you, that is something I'll remember. Like just every other time we talk, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like what, <laughs> what goes on in this dude's head? <laughs> like, it's never ending. It's never ending. Man, I would not want to be inside your brain. <laughs> oh, it's definitely exhausting. I was about to say it seems exhausting. Oh, yes, it's exhausting. But I reach depths that are both terrifying and beautiful. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you said, the like realizing that you're so fucking meaningless in this universe because we're so, so small. So insignificant. Oh yeah. Like, think about how insignificant Earth is, and you go in Earth, and you realize how many people are on this planet. Like, you think seven billion is just a number, then you're in like a room with fifty people, and it's so crowded. Yeah, imagine seven billion. Seven. Yeah. No, I can't even. No. I can't even. Try to find yourself in seven seven billion people. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Good but like the the depressing realization that you're so insignificant in this world sets you free. Another great video by Kurzkrzak. Damn, I love those people. Well, there was a quote like when we did some events together. Something you always preached was dare to dream, mm. and I want you to talk about that more right now. Ah, uh, tell tell us more about dare to dream. Oh man, this is gonna. Get- all right, fuck it. We're going back to intensity, baby. Uh, <laughs> Embrace it. I mean, I've, I've already alluded to it a couple times, but the experiences I had in 12th grade um, made me want to not exist. I think it's one of the best ways to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I scared myself into staying existing and then I dared to dream that once I dropped out of university something great would happen Mm -hmm. and did I eventually stumbled upon the discovery program and it set me free Mm -hmm. from the old like the own shackles I had on me right and I dare to dream. If I if I wouldn't have dreamt of a better existence for myself at that time, if I wouldn't have allowed myself to think that there was there's got to be more to this than this suffering that I was in at the time, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I am today. I'd be finishing up a degree that I would hate. Yeah. If I even got that far. Mm-hmm. You know, like who the fuck knows what I would be doing. But daring to dream, like, that just opens up the world to you. Like, dream of something you love. Make that happen for yourself. Dream of being better. Make that happen for yourself. Dream of wanting the best for your friends and family. Make that happen. Or at least try to manifest it in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Dream for yourself a life that you love. It doesn't have to be exactly that, but some form of it will come from it. Mm-hmm. Dream, dream for whatever you want to dream. You know, like give yourself some hope, because whatever you can dream, you can make happen most of the time. Yeah, if you want to make it happen, if you truly want to make it happen, it's amazing to see the accomplishments people can make. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in front of this school. Yeah, and <laughs> it is a place. Of a lot of happy memories and a lot of sad memories. Yeah. Tell me your happy place. Describe it to me. My happy place? The happiest place is not the question. Oh. <laughs> What's the my favorite yeah, place the in the world? Favorite place in the world, the most beautiful place. Favorite place in the world. So my favorite place in the world is a cottage that I visit 
that one of my uncles own. It's an off-grid cabin on the side of a mountain that overlooks a valley. Uh, it's got solar panels on the top. It's got its source of water. And it's, you know, typical wood, wood log cabin. It's got fucking a deer head and shotgun racked up and <laughs> some four-wheelers waiting to be driven around. And it is the place where I feel most at peace because there's no cell reception. There's no internet. We barely get TV. Right. There's radio. <laughs> but I go there with my uncles. Oh, my uncle and his friend, sorry. And um, sometimes we don't say anything to each other for fucking hours. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have to. We're three dudes just there drinking beer and enjoying the fucking beautiful view of the valley. And then when we're, you know, we want to get up and do something, then we do it. They'll go cut the lawn. I'll go drive the four-wheeler around or pick up some logs for the wood fire inside. Or right. Shit, I want to grab an apple from the trees in the valley? I can. I feel loved by both myself, my uncle that is there with me and his friend, and by nature itself. And I feel free because I can do whatever the fuck I want without fear of judgment. Not that I'm going to go kill something, but like right. I can just go sit on my ass and do nothing all day and no one's going to bat an eye. Or I can go down, swim in the river naked if I want to. Not that I do, but I could if I wanted to. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Why not at that point? Yeah. If I want to go hike fucking 30 kilometers down that way, I can. Mm-hmm. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. And there's there's this trail that goes down, down with the ways in the mountain. And there's a beautiful little lake that a beaver built a dam on. It's another super peaceful place. It's just, ah, it's an amazing place. And there's no other place I feel like that. I came close to it in Argentina, mm. but it missed it missed the home element. Mm. There I'm home. I'm back around, surrounded my with my family that I barely get to see, and yeah, yeah. So, um, it's a gorgeous place where I can it's one of the very few places my mind doesn't run wild that's really special yeah I get there I look at the valley I take a deep breath and pff, clear clear minded I'm here to eat food drink beer have campfires explore the forest such a simple life disconnected from the world yeah it's um it's amazing it's an amazing place what experience that you've had or a thing you'd like to share or memory that you think the first episode of this podcast could not be wrapped up without Ooh. What is missing from what we've talked about so far that you think should be in the first episode? That's my last question. That's a good question. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I'm about to cry. That's how good of a question I it is. I told you there were some good ones. Oh, man. I know. You I, were, be I believe, you were, you I believe were terrified. In you. But I believe in you. Um, I am a pretty selfless person. Facts. Uh, I will go to the ends of the earth for people I love. Mm -hmm. Shit, I'd die for some of them. You're one including, by the way. You know that already. I've told you. Again, intense, but true. <laughs> I got used to it eventually. <laughs> Um, 
an example of that is during my last year here, I was responsible for a team of students who we would do shows with. And I would train them to do the sound and light setups for shows here at the school. It was the most rewarding experience I've ever had in my life. Mm. I took them as my own kids. And I tore myself apart trying to keep that experience alive for them. Fuck me. <laughs> Woo. If this was the best to wrap it up, I don't know what this it is, uh, This is a deep one. But um, I love deeply and I fight deeply. I think deeply. And yeah, I, I, I tore myself apart trying to keep it alive for them. Because I knew how valuable it was for them. Even though it was starting to literally kill me. And uh, I think I want people to know that I'm doing this. Sure, I think I like to act tough and think that it's just for me. But I want to share these experiences with other people because I fucking hate having to keep it to myself. I do. Yeah. Fuck, man. Why'd you have to make me cry? That's <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so well. Uh. I told you I came armed and ready, man. Yeah, you did. You came with that RPG 50 cal and fucking <laughs> A10 Warthog there, airstrike. There's no mess. You asked me to do... Oh. I understood the assignment. Yeah, okay? you did. You I did. got the questions. You did, man. Yeah, I think if there's something I want people to leave with is that um, um, I want to share this experience with them. I want to. As much as I want to act tough, like I said in the beginning, yeah. and I don't give a fuck, I kind of do. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of do. I think I, I, to a certain degree, lie to myself to, like, sure, I'll still do this whether or not people like it or enjoy it, because mm -hmm. it's valuable to me, mm -hmm. but my God, would I love it if a lot of other people, even if it's five five people, just five. genuinely... Man, but that's like what we talked about earlier. Like, five people, when you think about it, not that much. You put five people in a room, genuinely enjoying the <laughs> content you're making. Yeah. All of a sudden, that's a lot of damn people. Yeah. I think, um... I have a lot of myself to give, and I want to give it so bad. Mm. And if that ends up being able to give other people at the same time as giving parts of myself to the others, um, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, I I am selfless and I want to give. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's a good fucking question to end on. Good job, bud. Love you, dude. Love you too, man. Thanks a lot for doing this. Glad we could. Hopefully your radio thingy thing. It's still on. I've been keeping track of it. Don't Perfect. worry. Yeah. All right. Let's sign this off. I think that's already long enough for my episode. Thank <laughs> you.